1: Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the Trinity Continuum rules by Onyx Path Publishing. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. While we try hard to stick to language for all ages, listeners should know that this podcast may include mature themes and various hijinks. All content, including names, places, events, events, companies, and etc., which may bear resemblance to entities living or dead, is strictly coincidental. And now, on with the show. Good evening. Thank you again for joining us on the Old Ways Podcast. I am normally your keeper or handler, perhaps storyteller Michael, but not this evening. I'm going to be handing the show over to Storyteller James, who is going to explain what we're going to do next.
2: Evening everyone tonight we're going to be rejoining the trinity continuum aberrant series the first shift we're going to be returning to a lonely country road here in a moment but first let's see who's doing the returning to my right this is jake i'll be playing daniel kowalski also known as granite the combat specialist combat specialist that might that sounds like it actually might come in handy coming up soon yeah we'll see to his right
3: Hi, this is Miranda, and I play Trist, the young athlete whose body's going through some changes.
2: Oh, going through some changes? I mean, we all go through changes, but yours might be more pronounced than some.
3: My body's glowing in places it didn't used to.
2: Oh, see, that happens sometimes. And 87 degrees to her up...
0: So confused. This is Morgan. <laughs> I play Riley Kennedy, otherwise known as Frostbite. And I am also a combat specialist.
2: That is, as I stated earlier, probably going to be useful for maybe even more than one combat specialist. Who knows? It did sound pretty threatening. And lastly, at the table.
1: Hi, this is Mike. I play Patrick Graves, otherwise known as Fortitude. And my role here is the celebrity. I am the man that you know already fame is sometimes not all it cracks up to be a fortitude no, for sure the,
2: the previously chilly night uh, evening air is split apart by a wave of heat and light as the front end of an SUV wraps itself around a what we'll call it a human pylon in the middle of the road that wasn't previously there and the fuel tank ignites shortly after and there's a large ball of fire in the middle of the road all of your eyes have a momentary spasm as they try to adjust to the bright ball of light andrew viewmaster lets out an audible yelp as the flash goes off but in that flash you guys also see there are two other vehicles pulling up behind and they don't seem to be getting as close they pull up and doors open men with automatic weapons. You won't say file out because there's not enough of them to file, but they kind of spill out. More eager than trained.
1: Hmm. Well, that's a problem. (laughs) I guess, take a look up the road there at the the, the, uh, hardened pole, which is Kowalski. (laughs) Right. I'll say Kowalski report.
2: Over the roar and crashing and tinkling sounds about you, you vaguely hear Fortitude yell something, but you can barely make out what it is. Got it. Patrick, you hear him say, yell something back. Now that most of the crashing sounds have stopped, he yells back, got it? You think? As you hear the sound of men feet hitting the ground.
1: I will, I suppose, take a look and see where our newest wonder is and how she's reacting to all of this that is actually a very good question
3: well I wasn't far from fortitude to start with was I
2: not far at all like arms reach
3: like like, right next to fortitude
2: yeah Yeah. like (laughs) leaping into his arms or pushing him over into traffic close I mean it really could go either way
3: Fortitude sees Trist turning like she's going to run away.
1: Yeah, I figured that might happen.
2: Yeah, she rolls over and immediately into a sprinting pose. Like she was kind of sitting with one foot underneath her and she just spins into a sprint pose.
3: There are conveniently two rocks that serve as starting blocks under my feet.
2: She wedges her feet between some rocks and a a couple of pieces of gravel and the hairs on the back of your neck and your arms stand up as green veins and sort of like arcs of electricity wave back and forth under the skin of her legs and and, uh, in the calf muscles and you hear almost um, a rushing sound, if you will. You figure you have maybe a second or two to say or do something before she might be gone again.
1: I'm going to say, no, wait. And I'm going to try to grab just onto her shoulder.
2: So you grab onto her shoulder. Trist, how do you, at this moment, when he puts his hand on your shoulder, Mm -hmm. what is your reaction to that?
3: I I think I'm in just still, like I'm in a pure fight or flight. Like I'm in a pure fear stage right now. I mean, I'm just finding out I'm a wonder. I've, I've lost my hopes and dreams of being an Olympic track star. Also, maybe someone was hurt in the accident that I caused. And now these fucks are showing up trying to attack us. I, I really, I don't think I'm going to be calmed by a hand on this shoulder. Probably not because I'm in like total fighter flight mode and flight is pretty easy.
2: Gotcha. So fight or flight, then I'm going to need you to roll your quantum and you have your character sheet, right? Yep, 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 yep. Okay. The other quantum ability that you have?
3: Seven dice total then, okay. I'm not opposed to fortitude physically stopping me, but I just don't see myself being calmed by a a trusted, a firm hand on a shoulder.
2: No. And in fact, there's kind of a reflexive thing going on right now because you are in fight or flight mode.
3: Yeah. That is two successes.
2: Two successes. All right. Mike, what is your defense? Mm, Let's see here. Right now, it would probably be one of your quantum abilities. Probably your, not your absorption, but the mega stamina.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, my stamina is six and my mega stamina is two. Okay.
2: Roll your quantum and mega stamina.
1: Okay. And that is four.
2: You put your hand on her shoulder and, in a comforting way. And what immediately happens is, as a kid, did you ever put a nine-volt battery in the tip of your tongue? Oh, sure. That that painful tingling sensation that would happen, that little spark. It's like that everywhere your skin comes in contact with her skin and for a second you feel very weak and wobbly like mm. like you haven't eaten in a little while it's just for a moment you lose one quantum point not permanent quantum point but one temporary quantum point Sure. a blue white arc of light happens just in the space between your fingertips and her shoulder
1: it's not actual pain
2: for me though no. But no. it's something. It's like an energy course. You you're pretty well schooled in feeling energy course through you in various forms. Electrical, kinetic. This is something more fundamental.
1: Okay. Well, I am also intelligent enough to know that some people are better off not held. So if, if she continues to essentially evade me attempting to to calm her down, if I get that feeling, I'm not going to try to push that, right? I'm not going to try to to continue to hold on to her because it's not going to do me any good, or her for that matter.
2: You figure holding on to her tightly is actually going to harm the situation.
1: So what I'll do is I will turn back to the people who are coming on just because in my mind, I've we found her once. We can probably find her again. She probably leaves an enormous fucking trail everywhere she goes because she doesn't control her own abilities yet. It seems like, <laughs> and there are also many, many men that are getting out of these vehicles with automatic weapons, and I have more than just, you know, one one person to to concern myself with. Right? There's multiple team members here.
2: That's absolutely true, and speaking of those multiple team members, as you survey the field, so Riley, where are you on the field, Current, You were closer to Fortitude and this new wonder.
0: Fortitude actually asked me to go up front um, to back up Granite, so that is what I did.
2: So you are headed that way? Yes. Fortitude, you survey the field and see her walking across the field. The air... Near you fortitude takes on a noticeable chill like a, a an arctic wind blows through granite you are doing your best you hear footsteps coming up behind you as well as the yelling and talking of men in front of you that seem to be more confused than anything they're about i'd say about half a football field away from you as they're piling out of these two vehicles Behind you, you hear one set of footsteps coming towards you and a chill up your back. Although you don't feel it as a painful arc- wind, you feel it more as just a, a distant note. Okay, okay. I'm going to guess it's one of my team members, I hope. You, you hope. Now that you have, uh, the the wreck of this vehicle has stopped, what are you doing?
1: Well, I want to try to scatter these guys, so I am going to step back and, um
2: give the uh, SUV a soccer kick. Okay. Um, Make me a Megamite roll, please. So, Quantum and Megamite. And as you are rolling, Riley, you are approaching Granite is currently extricating himself from the front end of an already fairly shabby SUV that looks now like it probably will never drive again.
0: It's very impressive.
2: But with a large number of McPherson, President McPherson stickers which are, you know, genetic purity stickers, purity brotherhood, fuck your feelings, things like that, pleasant stuff, covering the windows and the back bumper, the side bumpers, you know this should explode, things like that.
0: I mean, I don't feel sorry for the people that I got in the, the accident. But.
2: It's hard to. I mean, you don't, you know, you're not gleeful about it, but it's really hard to feel sorry for someone that you know actually hates you specifically.
0: Yep. As I'm walking up there and I see the, the fuck your feelings, sticker, I'm, I kind of just under my breath go, fuck your feelings. Keep on walking.
2: Granite, you hear her mumble something as she walks by you and and chuckle to herself. Riley, you hear the sound of metal twisting and Granite, how many? Um, That'd be five successes. Five successes, okay. He pretty easily, like he was wrestling out of a blanket on a couch. He pushes the metal end the twisted metal off of him and plants one foot against the frame and kicks it backwards. It slides, sparks flying everywhere, flames, leaving an impressive trail as it slides backwards towards the other vehicles. It gets about halfway to them before it comes to a stop. So it it goes pretty, not close to you, but it passes you backwards, Riley.
0: I see it slide by me. I turn around Hey, watch where you're flinging things.
2: It's fine. Are you going forward to meet her, Granite? Yes. Okay. Riley, he steps out into the light of the fire of this truck, as there's not a lot of light out here otherwise. And his skin looks jagged, like it was roughly hewn from stone. And it has um, a whitish with a blue ribbon hue through it.
0: Is he on fire?
2: His clothes, but, I mean, smoldering here and there. He doesn't seem to notice.
0: Okay. Well, if it doesn't bother him, it doesn't bother me.
2: Doesn't seem to.
0: And there's more guys coming our way.
2: Oh, yes. In fact, both of you need to make a cunning close combat roll, please, if you don't mind. Fortitude, you can see pretty clearly what's happening as you are trying to, as this is happening somewhat simultaneously as you are talking to Trist. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see that there are men, it looks like, advancing. But you can't see through the fire, like, what is going on beyond that.
0: I got one success.
2: I have two. Okay. The light of the truck is making it fairly difficult for you to see, Riley. But you do see that there are two men moving up. Granite. the light of the truck actually helps you see that the both of the men are carrying weaponry. One of them, however, is carrying something fairly large, larger than a, an automatic weapon. He's got to go.
0: Okay. Should we uh, take them out without lethal
1: force?
2: Well, this is the conversation that's going on as you hear footsteps approach.
1: Are you asking your fellow teammate there? Are you asking on the radio? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Non-lethal for sure.
2: Are you doing through your comms? Because you guys do have your comms.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm relaying this stuff back to Fortitude. So he knows what's going on. I, Sir, two not friendlies approaching us. What are your orders?
1: Subdue. Find out what they want. If they attack, we subdue. Simple enough. Yes, sir. Got it.
0: All right. Granite, which one do you want?
1: I'll take the guy with the big gun.
0: Is that the one on the left or the right? Because I can't see the the big gun in anybody's arms. Left. Okay. I start circling right then.
1: While they're engaging, I'm going to try to keep an eye on Trist to see if she's bolted yet. Or maybe she's powering up to bolt. That's a
2: very good question, Trist. As you see this unfold in front of you...
3: Oh, there's still explosions and Men's With Guns?
2: There are still explosions and Men's With Guns.
3: Yeah, no, i <laughs> about to run away. Okay. I don't know how to fight. I'm a runner.
2: She seems like that she is still powering up to run away as opposed to towards any ongoing
1: danger. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, if I'm not going to directly engage, maybe I can absorb some of that. <gasps> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: All right, so what's your plan?
1: Um, so if I got the tingly feeling before... Mm -hmm. Now that the team members are going to probably engage in some, we'll say playful antics. I am going to reach out and I'm going to touch Trist in a different way.
2: Oh my. You roll your quantum and absorption and Trist, you may roll your stamina and or mega stamina if you have it.
3: Yes. Only stamina then. Okay. Yes. Two successes for Trist. Fantastical.
1: Uh, So five. All right. So, he reaches
2: out, Trist, again, less tentatively this time, less like he's trying to convince you and more like he's trying to restrain you. Not forcefully, not not like he's trying to, you know, wrestle you to the ground or anything, but more of a firm hand on the shoulder. You liken it to the time that you left your car lights on and your car went dead and you had to have your dad come and jump your car. It, it feels this what you would imagine that felt like for the car. He draws this inexplicable energy out of you, and you are suddenly, both of your legs feel like they're on the verge of a Charlie horse, and that the light coming from them dims greatly. Mike, you gain three quantum points, and Miranda, you lose three quantum points. <gasps> Temporary.
1: Yep. I mean, I'm, I'm immediately full
2: again. And her... Yeah, the, the like I said the green veins on her legs, they don't completely go out, but they they gutter and flicker and it's almost like the the veins retreat into the muscles so that they are much dimmer.
1: Mhm. Veins. It's true. Yeah.
3: You're talking about like my legs feeling like they're going to cramp. Do I kind of feel like I couldn't get away if I wanted
2: to? You don't feel like you could do what you did before, definitely. Mm -hmm, You you feel mm -hmm. like it would be extremely hard to do so right now. Yeah. You would need at least a bottle of Gatorade in a few minutes to, you know, walk it off, rub some dirt on it, as your coach would say, before you could give it a shot.
3: Yeah. I will move to put Fortitude between myself and the combat I will hide behind Fortitude.
1: I was already in that position. So basically when she moves, I I want to...
3: I cower. I want
1: to put her behind me. Further. And then what I want to do, James, if if I can, as far as a skill action goes, is I I would like to make a presence persuasion roll. Okay. With mega presence and just reassure her that things are going to be okay.
2: You can absolutely do it. What is your um, mega presence? How many dots do you have?
1: My mega presence is just one, but it's mega presence.
2: He uh, looks down at you and you have not felt this safe in a long time, Trist. The air he gives you, it's not a parental air. It's just he gives you such confidence.
3: Do I get the feeling from him like I do when a coach looks at me?
2: Absolutely. This man is one of the coachest coaches you have ever met.
3: Yeah, and I respond very well to being coached. Oh, he
2: and he's coaching the shit out of you right now. It's going to be okay.
3: Okay, okay, coach. Coach uh, uh, what do you what do you need what do you need me to do? Do you need me to do anything? I'll I, I guess I'm ready. You can put me in, I guess.
1: I need you to breathe first. <gasps> Into your nose, out through your mouth. Try to lower your heart rate down a little bit and She's
3: just sucking air. <laughs>
1: I can imagine her like hands on her hips like just trying to breathe and I want you to watch and and see what they do I need you to see this
2: well speaking of seeing what they do granite and frostbite or chili as your teammates have begun to call you it's affectionate reminds you of a tiny penguin
0: named Kowalski
2: oh (laughs) yes named Kowalski You are two penguins of a, of a kind, <laughs> and you approach these two men. I need if you guys could make me a close combat dex roll. We'll get just a simple initiative. We're not going to make a drawn out thing of this. Okay, I have three successes.
0: I have, I have, um, three successes as well.
2: All right. So, what are you doing currently, Frostbite?
0: Well, since Granite said he was going to take the one on the left with the big gun that I have still not seen, I am taking the one on the right, so I am circling around to the right. Do they see us?
2: Oh, they absolutely see you.
0: Okay, I'm still circling to the right to maybe draw him away from his buddy. And then when I get...
2: All right, you're circling around to try to try to draw his attention, so to speak?
0: Yes. Am I close, close enough for him? To... I've only got a ranged tag on my, my power. So how many meters am I away?
2: Your abilities go from...
0: There's like a maximum. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they go from close range to short
0: range. Right, but I've only got a tag of one on there, so I didn't... So it's yeah. not super...
2: So it goes yep. short. The range would be short.
1: It goes short. So typical distance would be three to 30 meters. Well, there you go.
2: Up to 30 meters.
0: And how far away are those guys?
2: You'd say 15 meters, maybe.
0: Awesome. Let's let's light this fire. I mean, in my case, not fire.
2: Alternatively, the opposite of that.
0: The opposite of fire.
2: (laughs) Let's douse that fire. And what are you doing as your action?
0: Well, boss said to subdue them. So I am going to try to um, spray ice underneath their legs. Probably from their feet to their maybe their hips. So they can't move. So I'm going to subdue them.
2: All right. Uh, then I need you to make me a
0: The seven. So dice. seven
2: dots total. Yes. And yep. And don't forget to, uh, don't forget to spend your temporary quantum to activate your ability. You feel the energy rush through you, and the air around your fingertips crackles—not with energy, but with the sound of particles snapping because they become so cold so quickly.
0: Those quantum points go go away for a brief time, right? Or the quantum dots.
2: It's the temporary quantum points. And you have, uh, dependent on your number of quantum dots, that dictates the number of quantum temporary quantum points you can hold.
0: I have 30 quantum points.
2: Yep, you would lose four. That's the energy you feel rush through you as you instinctively eat. You have to concentrate on it as much as you have to concentrate on flexing a muscle or holding your breath. And the air around your fingertips and the air in between your fingertips and the ground around their feet snaps and crackles as the moisture in the air solidifies around their legs. They are going to attempt to make a defensive roll.
0: Okay, so I I have five successes.
2: Five successes, okay. Yes. Alright, they have collectively one success. As the moisture freezes in the pavement sizzles, as the air begins to literally turn to a liquid around their feet, they begin to cry out in pain as their boots, their pant legs, and the feet inside of them begin to freeze solid. Granite, you're up. What are you doing?
1: Alright, so how far away from the guy on the left am I?
2: Uh, now probably you could get to him this round with uh, if you just pick your pace up just a little okay I want to do that because I want to try to disarm him all right so you pick up your you pick your pace up a little bit up uh, Tristan Fortitude you can actually hear his footsteps from your distance away now as he begins to jog towards these men
1: okay yeah just let me know when we uh, when I get an action
3: I'm concerned that by disarm, he means rip the arms off of.
1: (laughs) Well, he might.
3: I'm very concerned about this.
2: Okay, so you easily reach them in this action. Uh, What is your second part of your action? I'm going to try try to grab that gun out of their hand, that guy's hand. The big one. Okay. You take it away from him like taking a toy away from a very small child. You're almost positive you hear bones break as, as you just rip it out of his hands. Nope, bad. And then I'll bend it in half. Fortitude is your action currently.
1: I will look back at Trist and say, jump on my back.
3: I hop on coach's back.
1: James, I'm going to take off towards the next vehicle. Okay. You climb up on Fortitude's
2: back and there is this lurching feeling as you lift off the ground into the air. There's nothing supporting him. He just seems to will himself into the air.
3: I grip tighter. My thighs squeeze a little bit to hold on.
2: Now we're docking. Alright. She locks in. This is something you're actually fairly used to when carrying someone fortitude as almost everyone locks in within just a few seconds of takeoff.
1: Yeah, it's um, sort of a mammalian response, which makes sense.
2: It took you many tries flying after you discovered you could to unclench everything while in the air. You kind of had to override those same mammalian instincts, so you understand.
1: do. Uh, So there are multiple vehicles, yes?
2: There is the burning SUV chunks, there is a white, I believe a white van, and a pickup truck.
1: All right, I'm going to fly over to the white van.
2: This seems to be the vehicle that the two guys got out of with the weapons that ran up. As you fly overhead, you see that the driver is getting out now and he also is carrying a weapon. This one seems to be... It has an extremely long barrel and in the dimness you can see maybe it has a sight of some sort.
1: Ooh, I will say via the radio. It looks like there's a sniper here.
2: Yep, I got him. You hear Andrew say.
1: Andrew, how many people in that van?
2: Uh, Van has one more person inside. There's two people inside the truck and one person in the bed.
1: Okay. Thanks. Yep. Hang on, Trist. Uh, So my plan with flight is to fly directly at the van. Okay. And I'm, I'm... my plan is to rear back as I get to the van and punch the engine block. All right. Through the grill.
2: Okay. You rear back,
1: you tryst.
2: It's like riding a roller coaster. <laughs> you suddenly drop down out of the air at an, at an incredibly steep angle and seem to be increasing speed. And right before you swear you're going to splatter all over the pavement... You pull up short, and with that momentum, his fist makes contact with the front end of the vehicle, and there is a crunching sound as... I have megamite that I'm going to be using. Make me a megamite roll.
1: Oh, you got to be kidding. I will take three on that megamite
2: roll. Three successes? All right. And you have how many dots of megamite?
1: I only have one.
2: You only have one? Oh, that's uh, That's still a scale up, so that adds a two enhancement to the rolls so of five. He hits the top of the top front edge of the engine block area with his fist, and you're pretty sure he drives the engine block down into the pavement. The whole front end crumbles with a sickening metal ripping sound.
3: I kind of imagine that it's, we are an object hitting another object with force, and I imagine that Fortitude's body may like accept some of that force, but my body is still moving forward, yes. physics-wise, <laughs> and I imagine it like knocks the wind out of me for me to be riding this thing that essentially slams into a wall.
2: It absolutely does. You you don't. It's not exactly like you spatter. He does try to curve some mm-hmm. at the end in order to to mm-hmm. re-angle some of that momentum, but you definitely have that smushed against his body, and when he uses that ability, his body does not feel soft and pliable like flesh is supposed to.
3: Firm. It's a firm body.
2: A Very firm. Not like athlete firm, but like...
3: A different kind.
2: Yeah, a different kind of extremely firm.
1: What's that? When I hit the ground after hitting the van, of course I will temporarily make sure that my rider is still attached. Just to put my hand, like, around Trist's back, just to Mm -hmm. put a hand on her, make sure that she's still there. And then I Mm -hmm. will announce in a firm tone, go home.
2: She's still there. When you stop moving, an air rush back into her as you feel her... (gasps) Make me a command mega presence roll, please.
1: Mega presence is plus two enhancement then? Yes. So I just add two to whatever?
2: Yep. Every dot of mega presence is a, yeah, plus two enhancement against baselines.
1: So six.
2: Okay. The driver immediately, his eyes grow extremely wide. And even in the dim light, you can see tears start to form in the corners. I, I just, I, I just need the money. Please don't kill me. And he turns and runs off into the darkness.
1: I'm good. I feel better.
2: <laughs> Trist, you now feel like you are capable of an action perhaps. Oh, okay. The adrenaline of flying through the air for a moment has more than replenished that ex- that that fatigued feeling.
3: Mhm. Yeah. And I'm I'm getting the feeling of what we're doing here and um do my question is because my body is going through these changes do would some of these things kind of come naturally? to me it's not something where i need to go to training camp
2: not so much
3: where they like put you through all these things all these uh, there's a montage where i'm finding out what my powers are or is it something that's going to be instinctual
2: a lot of your abilities are instinctual as any as any of these guys could tell you if they had a moment to most of the training they received was more tactical and or creative uses pr uses and such as well as physical training to really help your body try to channel the energies properly without hurting yourself or exhausting yourself. Mm -hmm,
3: mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: It's more of a everybody knows how to breathe, swimmers know how to breathe better, if you get me.
3: Yeah. Trist is going to quickly look around for the closest, um, what she considers to be bad guy or a small group of bad guys.
2: Okay. Well, that would be the people on the truck that is behind the white van. The 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 vehicle.
3: Yeah, because what I want what I wanna do is I want to try to use my thunderclap.
2: Mm, okay.
3: Um, to as the kids say, clap back.
2: You gonna you're gonna give them a clap back?
3: I don't think that's a bad thing. So <laughs> I you know, I don't know what the kids say these days. Right. right. I wanna use thunderclap to cause harm. Grievous bottle bodily harm.
2: Grievous bodily harm. Okay. Okay. So you would be going for like the stunned effect. Okay. Then I need a close combat and mega. It's your mega dex in this case.
3: Okay.
2: Two successes. Two successes. Okay. Awesome. So fortitude, she runs over. Uh, do you say anything to coach before you go do it?
3: I got this coach and then I run over and do it.
2: All right. She says, I got this coach. And then almost blinks in a streak of green light over to the truck before you can say anything, for Fortitude. And she begins to golf clap at this truck. What she's doing is golf clapping at, you're not entirely certain, the speed. But a cone of white mist forms around her hands in short order and a tremendous earth shattering kaboom ripples out from her hands in a focused cone towards this truck and the men that are currently climbing out of it. You've heard a sonic mm. boom before because they've brought jets in for like 4th of July and such. That was a miniature sonic boom.
1: Mm. Wow. Uh, I cover I cover my ears.
2: <laughs> oh yes absolutely. Actually uh, all three of you need to cover your ears because it is, it's like thunder that happens 10 feet from you. And all of the windows on the truck shatter and the guys are knocked down and they seem to be shell shocked would be the word that they would have used in days of old.
1: Interesting.
2: Your hands hurt, Trist, but you did it on purpose.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm getting the hang of this thing. I'm here to play now
2: with these men, although you only have a moment or two to act before they would wake up. And, so what are you guys doing currently? We'll start with Mike.
1: Oh, okay. Well, if there are still many, many men who are, um, you know, preparing to assault people, then I don't really have a ton of um, options other than to use the van as a, uh, well, let's just say, a, something that can make my point for me. Okay,
2: like a large visual aid, if you will.
1: Yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. I'm going to pass Granite the the van. Granite, catch. Holy shit. I'm going to utilize um, a couple of things, if I'm able to. So I have small unit tactics. Mm -hmm. And this seems like something that could tactically play out in a couple of different advantages. I want to see if it applies. Using this edge allows your character to add plus two enhancement to a combat maneuver involving his team. This is a combat maneuver involving my team. All right. Sure is. (laughs) I'm going to use uh, strength. Well obviously megamite and then a throw roll is technically athletics right yes so I'm gonna pass him the van I mean that's three four four successes
2: okay yeah he reaches over digs his fingers into the frame uh, the metal frame of the van hefts it up Uh, I will catch granite make me a athletics megamite roll to catch the van without it just kind of falling apart around you that'd be a Two successes. You catch it. It's a bit like catching a medicine ball for you. It's uh, a little awkward. So you kind of have to both grab it with both hands and shift it a little when you get it into your hands. It's not quite as an elegant toss as he made it look. But you are now holding the van by the back end. What are you doing with said van? I'm going to drop kick it into the woods. Okay, that's fantastic. He drop kicks this van into the woods. It goes quite a bit off into the woods. Several football football fields before you hear it distantly crash out into the trees. The men around the base of the truck, even though they are now currently starting to rouse themselves out of their stupor, they're now beginning to cower because they now realize that, first of all, that they they two are now alone without their friends, and that someone just drop kicked a vehicle into the woods. A man told you this was a bad idea.
1: I'll uh, call the team together, sort of around these men.
3: I join, then stand proud beside my coach.
1: Riley, I
2: assume you also come up around them?
3: Yep, I jog up and stand in front of
0: the boss. Sir?
1: Fantastic work, everybody. I look over the men and say, what did you come here for? We
2: were we were told to come here. We were paid to come here, man. Please don't kill us.
1: I'm not gonna kill you. Who are you? Who paid you? Our our boss. He's he's one
2: of you. He, he told us to he told us to steal these vans from these guys. He told us to come come take come come take one of you.
1: Okay. Enough of the generalities. He has a name, yes?
2: Yeah, he has a name. They they call him Grinder. Yeah, like the app.
1: Oh, I don't judge that, anybody based on that. His name's Grinder. that's fine.
2: One of them, the other guy pops up. Man, you shut up. You keep talking, he's going to kill us both.
1: You know, gentlemen, it's a long walk back.
2: They kind of look at the woods, and notice that, yes, indeed, it is a very long walk back.
1: I hope it gives you time to think about what you did. I step a little closer to one of them, and I'm, I'm going to... Attempt to surmise whether or not he is dumb enough to have carried identification on him.
2: Oh, he is definitely dumb enough to have carried identification on him. He also seems to be a little strung out on something. Oh. He's got circles around his eyes, uh, dark, dark patches around his eyes. He's also got dark blue veins around the edges of his nose. Hmm. What are you on? He sniffs and rubs his nose. It's it's none of your business. What I do with what I do with my body is he seems he's kind of sweating now and his hand instinctively covers one of his pockets.
1: Yeah, I go for his pocket. Like if I have to rip that like his pants to do it, I will get his wallet.
2: Oh, yeah. It's again like ripping tissue paper for you. Sure. Uh, His whole pocket rips open and the pant leg down the down the side of it. Those veins, they almost look like bright blue varicose veins are pockmarked around down his hips and down his the side of his legs. It looks like he has used his legs as shoot-up areas.
1: I see. And he has his wallet, or I do now.
2: He has his wallet and a small vial of blue powder comes out.
1: Ooh, I will pass Riley the powder. Hang on to this.
0: Yes, sir. And I put it into the pocket of my skirt.
2: Gotcha. The guy on the ground kind of groans when he sees that vial leaving.
1: Let's see here, Samuel Teller. Well, I'll tell you what, Sam, I'm not going to hurt you, but I know where you live.
2: Oh, th- thanks for letting us go.
1: Nobody's saying anything about that. Letting you go. I mean, you came out here with rifles. I assume you came out here to shoot someone, yeah?
2: It, we didn't want to kill anyone. Grinder was very specific about that.
1: Mm, so Grinder wanted a certain way.
2: Yeah, because he wanted to—he wanted to grind one of you up. Oh yeah. His eyes instinctively look at your pocket.
1: Where? Uh, where's your boss at?
2: The other guy takes out his phone with a shaky hand and hands it to you.
1: I take it. There's a map on it. Hmm. Perfect. Um, I get on my radio really quick and I will radio back to the the helicopter who was supposed to be coming back in anyway. But I'll uh, tell them we need to we need to pick up.
2: Okay. And as you get a confirmation and the helicopter begins to you hear the whine and thump of the rotors as it comes in. I think that's a perfect place for us to stop for tonight. So I would like to thank everyone for joining us and I hope you're enjoying this here shindig as much as i am and let's see where this takes us in the third and final installment of the trinity continuum aberrant series the first shift thank you for listening and good night